0: In the morning, you gonna wake up in the morning. i I'm talking right
1: now. You're about to experience a morning show unlike like idiot. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. I hope to
2: see y'all every morning. What you guys are doing right now is the hub
0: culture. The Breakfast Club is my morning sit. I need it and I love it so much. I feel like you're really not popping until you do the Breakfast Club. I've been waiting to come to y'all's show, man. I know really? you gotta be a big time
1: celebrity to be up in here. You gotta be you gotta be big time. Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning USA. Yo 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 yo
3: yo 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 yo
4: yo 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 yo
5: yo 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 yo
4: yo 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 Good morning, Danby. Charlamagne the God. Beast of the Planet is Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. What's happening? Let me let me ask you guys a question, right? Yes, ma'am. This the first no. time it has it, it happened to me. <laughs> Y'all ever got a, 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 a I guess it's a stress pain. In your back, like something that just oh, you stresses no, you out.
6: You know,
4: they never had yeah, that. Yeah, like a spasm. No, not a spasm. Like something that I don't want to say scares you, but scares you so much that you get a pain in your back. Ooh, what's his name? Shut up. What? So last <laughs> night, if you know, you know, I got, I have uh, a couple of dogs. I have a dog. Uh, one's name is Lola. One's name is Chuck Norris. One stays inside the house. One stays outside the house. They're guard doors. They're fully trained. They can attack on calls. They, they, whatever. That punk ass dog. That yeah, punk ass dog, as Gucci <laughs> Mane said, right. So, you know, when I got when I got to the crib last night, the dogs were outside, and I heard them, you know, barking. But usually they could bark for animals. It's bear season, so it could be a bear outside, or it could be a person. You never know. So yesterday I go outside about maybe I hear the dogs barking. I go outside about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at midnight.
6: Why do you go outside, though? Why you just ain't wait to let the dogs tell you who's out there? Because I, I want to know what's going on. If the dogs mm. are going
4: a little crazy, I, I want to know. So I grab, you know, I, I grab my, my my gun. I go outside, and I only see one dog. So I'm like, this is weird. So you know, now mm. I'm like, I can't find a dog. Now, mind you, I have a, I have electric fence on my house, so the dogs can't leave the perimeter of my house, so of, of my property. They can't leave the perimeter. So I'm like, this is weird. And they know.
6: The way my anxiety set up, I'd have been like, okay, something just ate the dog. That, Let me take my ass back. In but the that's house.
4: what I'm thinking. So now my back starts hurting, right? So I got this, and and I got now I'm thinking it's a bear. So I got the big eight shotgun like crazy. So I'm looking. I can't find the dog. So I'm like, oh my gosh, there's something gonna got my dog. So now I'm thinking maybe it's bigger than the bear. Cause I'm like, my dog scared the bear. So I'm like, now I'm thinking some charlemagne. I'm like, is Sasquatch out there? Something is Bigfoot out Why there? Why you call nine one one? Nine one one. Hey, what's the problem? I can't find my dog. Like, come I'm on scared. now. And, I'm scared. I'm scared. In the <laughs> neighborhood,
6: in the neighborhood that you live in, that's a common problem. That nice white neighborhood. Right? So, I can't find my dog. There's a cat in my tree. <laughs> my cat in my tree. So then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go in the
4: woods. So I put this little flashlight on my forehead. No. It went into the woods. I you went really white, woods? bro. So I start walking in the, I'm looking for my dog Do you now. not watch horror movies? Exactly. So listen, so I start walking oh my in the woods. Oh, my gosh.
7: And you know how when you watch a horror movie, you're like, they are so stupid. Oh, my God. Why would
4: they do that? And here's Envy. Yep, So I, 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 but I got my gun. So I'm like, I got my shotgun. I'm like, if it's a bear or something, mm-hmm. I can shoot it. They'd be having them in the movies, too. Get to
6: the point where Sasquatch gave you a, a colonic.
4: <laughs> why is it only about butts with you? <laughs> so I look around the woods for a little bit. I don't see nothing. So now I can't sleep because I'm like, Is it a a bear? Is it a person? Is something shoot my dog? So I'm I'm sick. So now when I got to leave in the morning, my back hurts. I open the garage and the dog's sitting there looking at me like, hey, what's up? So I don't know where the dog went. I can't figure it out. I looked on the cameras. I don't know where the dog went. But all I know is I was scared all night and I got a pain in my back. Do you want to rub it out? So you still haven't found your dog? Didn't you hear the story? The dog was sitting there waiting on me.
6: I was waiting for him oh, way bit of a little bit of a little you
7: of you little the of and
4: little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little the of no, I little I of a little bit of to little to go to a to bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little
6: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a was bit like, was a long, bit was too long. And it a it was not, a wasn't a good bit I have a stress pain in my back. And I was just curious. of a little bit of a little of me. Mm-hmm. I, I
4: never got this pain before. Now my back hurts. of no. What life- part of your back? It's
6: like right under the shoulder. Drum, give him a rub. All I know is it's 11 o'clock at night and your dumbass was in the woods looking for a dog. That's very white of you. Hey. I you know right. it do something with pumpkin spice in it this morning.
4: That was a long <laughs> story. It's that.
6: the truth, Christ. I'm just telling you my
7: day. All right. Well. That's a long story to say your
6: back hurts. <laughs> all I just to say his back hurts. Woo! That's how you know you're getting old.
4: Oh, my goodness. Well, Dr. Claude Anderson will be Dr. joining Dr. Claude this Anderson,
6: one of my elders, uh, one of my favorite people to sit down and have conversations with. Uh, he's got great books out like Powernomics and uh, Black Label, White Wealth, um, Dirty Little Secrets. And he's been here before. Yes. But he's joining us again this morning. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
7: Yes, you know, tonight there are going to be two different town halls on at the same time. And we'll talk about why that's a little bit weird and different. And also, Joe Biden has announced a record fundraising hall for September. We'll tell you what that is.
4: All right. Who wants to rub my back up here right fast? Drum. Give me that nice little Puerto Rican rub down. Hell no. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, let's
7: start with tonight. Tonight, Biden will be on ABC, and it's the date of the second presidential debate, but Donald Trump said that he would not participate in a virtual format, so we didn't know what he was going to do. Now he's confirmed that he's going to be on NBC tonight, so they're going to be going head-to-head on air at the same time on rival networks. So that's going to be at 8 p.m.
6: And this is going to really show, you know, what America is about because we will draw towards the negative.
7: We the disaster, be, the reality be, show. We will
6: be watching the reality show. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, you're it's right. just sad that that's the, the type of country we are, but it's the truth. You're right. You're not going to want to hear the substance. You're not going to want to hear what yep. somebody's stable. We're yep. watching Trump. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Right, we are absolutely right. All right, now.
7: Melania Trump has also detailed that she had coronavirus and that their son, Barron, contracted it as well. She posted a personal essay on the White House website. She has now tested negative for the virus, but she did say at the time... Uh, you know, she hadn't shared. She said, naturally, my mind went immediately to our son. Barron Trump initially tested negative after they contracted COVID, but then he was tested again and turned up positive. Donald Trump said that uh, when Melania Trump says her son had no symptoms and has now tested negative again. Here is Donald Trump talking about Barron.
1: Barron Trump. He had the Corona-19, the China virus, and <laughs> he had it for such a short period of time. I don't even think he knew he had it. Because they're young, and their immune systems are strong, and they fight it off 99.9%. And Barron is beautiful, and he's
6: free. See, I can't miss that tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump line is slapping. corona I can't China miss virus. that. I can't miss that stand-up special he tonight. free. A live stand-up special from Trump tonight? I can't miss that. I'm sorry, How guys. How his son? 6'9", at least. Gee, she should be playing basketball. I also told y'all, the Trump that survives coronavirus is going to be an unbearable Donald Trump. If Trump really had it, like, it, right now, his mindset is open to country because you can live through anything if Chris Christie made it. All
4: right, well, that is your front page news. <laughs> Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a horrible night, or maybe you were walking through the woods looking for your dog. Lord and have mercy. Your dog just popped up at 6 o'clock in the morning like, what's up? But anyway, get it off your chest. It's is The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jessica. Hey, Jessica, get it off your chest, it's Jessica.
0: Well, what's up? What's up? Good morning, guys. So I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Eight four three. Yeah, all day, but I still got my nine one seven number heard. So <laughs> um, I'm an Uber driver. So I was on Folly Beach, and my um, phone plays music automatically. Like I play a playlist, so there's no commercials. I like to make it feel comfortable. No, no offense, but four Caucasian people got into so my car, and I had to take them 28 minutes away. It was cool. We were driving, rock them played, trap music them played, Fallout Boy them played. I had a range of music, Lady Gaga. And as soon as Beyonce Brown Skin Girl came on, the lady in the back, I heard them whispering amongst themselves, like, who gonna say it? Finally, somebody was brave enough to come up and say it. They was like, excuse me, could you turn that song off? It's offending me. And I was like, what? what? That song offending you? And she said, well, it's all about, like, black girls. I'm not black. I don't relate to that. I was like, so something that celebrating oh, my skin is offending you. So what did I do? I started a whole playlist off that doggone song. There you go. And she got all the black power music for all 28 music. Now, 28 wait kids, a minute. All Let's the way to her
3: destination. Everybody <laughs> step back
6: from this situation wow. and look at it objectively. Oh, boy. You're an Uber driver. Correct. And when you're an yeah. Uber driver, yeah. you're playing music because you want people to feel comfortable. comfortable. Correct they don't feel comfortable right. about the song you don't got to get offended by it she but, can't relate she's a pale you know. ass
4: mayonnaise flavored mammal yeah but it's not that type of song it's, it's not like saying you know F white people F, no, it's not yeah, that type of song she's just upset that
6: she don't have that tan that's all well she goes I'm just mad that all
0: this trap music played we don't hear drug dealer music we don't hear WAP we don't hear everything you didn't get offended by nothing until cause, she, know you know, deals deals cause she, she knows drug dealers cause she knows drug dealers
6: and she uses drugs she might have she got she might WAP might mean white ass to her Okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh, she just can't relate to what me. Kind a of, girl. She's what a kind of you rating can't did
4: get you no give tan. her?
7: What kind of rating did you give her? Oh, no. I, I, listen, I
0: gave her the same rating I usually give everybody else because she didn't rate me no less because okay. she knew she felt stupid oh. after she said it. All right, well, thank you. Because, mind you, if you heard the music that I was playing around, I was playing corn, Fall Out Boy. I was playing all this other stuff in rotation. If anybody knows what that music is, you would know that it was diverse. So and, get off yourself.
6: And I think you missed a good opportunity to teach, too, though, because you could have just told her, like, look, this is an old to, to 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 melanin. All right, That's well. All.
4: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good
1: morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how y'all
4: doing this morning? Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, positive. For this morning. Good morning. It's <laughs> Thursday.
0: The Lord woke me and mine up this
7: morning.
6: I can't hear I what you said with that phone, Mama. Yeah, you got me squinting. I'm squinting to hear you.
7: Oh, she sorry. said it's Thursday. <laughs> the Lord woke her up this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, and, like, anybody that's going through something, like, just let it go. You know, it hurts you more to
0: hold on to certain things and just let it go. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just, you know, always right. always be in that positive mood because your energy spreads, you know what I'm saying? And everybody, you know, you have certain people that will catch on to that. So just let a lot of things go. Don't let nothing bother you. Like I said, Thursday, some people got paid today. If not, it's almost
4: the weekend.
6: Yes, cool. today is the 15th. People didn't get paid. Let you. me ask you something, Queen. Who are you trying to convince? Oh, she's drama. You said
4: drama
6: handles you. that. Let's go, love. Drama love hanging up on people. She clearly was trying to convince herself not to be mad at somebody this morning. I wanted to know who it was. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Alexander. Hey. Please, Alexander. Get it off your chest. All right, well, I'll try to make this quick, man. For several
8: years now, I've experienced being attacked with something called directed energy weapons, same technology that was used against U.S. Embassy employees. I don't just say I'm a victim. I've interviewed a former CIA engineer who's helped develop the technology. He acknowledges me as a victim and actually one of the oldest victims. I've ran billboards throughout the entire United States. I had a few in Cody, Wyoming, kind of trying to get a hold of Kanye, his, his attorney, contacted me and told me, hey, can you remove his name off the billboards? I said, fine. Posted up some more billboards. The film that I have compiles all the news stories and kind of shows the similarities between with the Navy or shooter, the um, guy down in Florida, Myron May, who was a successful black trial attorney, and what we're all been trying to explain is happening to us. Nobody wants to listen, man. They want to sit up here and think that we're all mentally <laughs> ill, and that's just not the case. So I'm just trying to, you know, take time to data. See if there's any way anybody can listen. Go to Isaiah5417.net, check out the film, and judge for yourself, you know?
6: You said you've been getting attacked by direct energy what? Directed
8: energy weapons, man. It's
6: uh, microwave frequencies. I'm not talking about the
8: microwave oven in your house. It's actually uh, the linear wave of frequencies where they can actually penetrate the human anatomy, change your emotions with 10.8 hertz and cause you to feel riotous behavior. They can also have someone speaking to you within your brain with the transmission of this without any microchip implants. This is all factual information. There are thousands of people throughout the United States being attacked with this. been trying to get help for years. Nobody wants to listen. If I wasn't attacked with this man, I wouldn't listen to it either. But, you know, this is factual information. Today, the United Nations has something going on, where they're actually going to try to, um, you know, bring this out into the public. So, you know, I just hey, don't know where to go with
6: this. I'm gonna drop one of clues bombs for you, King, because you just you just wiped out all the five G conspiracy theories. Like whatever five G <laughs> conspiracy theorists we're talking about this year, you just took it to a whole nother level because you actually sound like you know what you're talking about. Well, well have a good one, bro. You be safe out there. <laughs> what do right? you mean, man? You're not gonna provide no help for the guy? Jesus Christ. Well, well, <laughs> you don't wanna know more? Do I wanna know more? Yes, that man might that sound like one of them calls where he was wasn't supposed to be saying that type of stuff, but he said it anyway. It's top secret information. Well he's still there, why don't you take his number? Nah, I'm cool with all that. Well, don't you wanna give him your number? No. Well you have a good day, bro. Well, I want to see How you can we? on Twitter. What should, what should we be looking for, sir? So I tell you what, if you go
8: know to you guys' page, look at Isaiah fifty four seventeen MSPR. The reason I use that is because there's no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's right. And they're calling this technology voice of God weapons. That's that's what that's what the military has dubbed the name of it. And I know people don't want to get involved because they're scared to happen to them. But if you're not the help today to try to bring awareness to this, there will not be any help tomorrow for you or a loved one if you guys end up being attacked with this. No one is exempt from this, brother. No one.
6: Word. Can, can we pray for you? Does prayer work?
8: Man, prayer don't work for me, man. The only thing that works is if I'm not being attacked. in the fact that I was born in the hood and actually have a way to, you know, my mentality is that. Now how y'all
6: gonna use that a that Bible scripture and tell me
8: prayer don't work? Because it doesn't, bro. I mean, if it if it actually listen, man. These, these people will attack oh. you while you're trying to pray and say God doesn't oh, help man. anybody. I've been waiting on you to try this. Wow. Like, and I mean, I'm just I'm I'm serious, man. I'm just in there trying to get help, man. I wish people would look into this because. I used to be a millionaire. You ain't gotta believe me. I'm not sitting up here lying to you. I used to work over $3 million before I was 30, man. And what happened to me, I ended up broke, destitute, and homeless. I would have never experienced any of that in my life.
4: Well you know what? Hold on, let me give you Charlemagne's number. You hold
6: Shut on. Shut up, right? don't give me my number. No, have no, a blessed day. I Turn i up. like your a... microwave,
4: King. No, 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 no. Hold on, all right, brother. Have a good day, okay? So, uh, let me, I gotta give you Charlamagne number. I'm gonna give me a number, Charlemagne, because I think i all have a great conversation. No, I think with you should other.
6: listen. And I mean we hung up we hung up on him, no, but I didn't. think we have I my think hole. you should listen because you just never know. And man might be he said a man might be telling us something that in a couple months from now he'd be like, yo, remember when that dude called the radio station and was telling us about direct energy, such and such? You I'll never
4: know. No, nah, I don't think so either. But I'm going to
6: give me a number <laughs> just so y'all can, y'all can stay up with each other. You never know. Get it off your chest. 802
4: 585 1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way?
7: Yes, let's talk about Ludacris and his Netflix deal. We'll tell you what he's bringing to that streaming service.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club. Listen. Gossip, gossip. The Rumor Report. With Angel- Angela
7: Yee. It's the Rumor Report.
0: The
6: Breakfast Club.
7: Well, did you guys have a chance to watch the Billboard Music Awards?
6: I did. I watched it just because Killer Mike was receiving the Changemaker Award, so I had it on mute up until uh, that portion of the show.
4: No, I didn't see. I tried to tune in for a little bit. I seen Khalid pick up his award, and then I seen St. John start to perform, but I, I didn't see past that. Well, Post
7: Malone was the biggest nominee, and he actually was the biggest winner. He got uh, nine awards overall.
2: Mm.
7: He got top artists, top male artists, top Hot 100 artists, top Billboard 200 artists, top streaming songs artists, top rap male artists, top rap tour, top rap album, and all of that. Khalid won a lot of awards, too. He got a top R&B album and top R&B artists and top R&B male artists. Um, Summer Walker got top R&B female artists. Uh, Khalid got Top R&B Tour. But yeah, so that was on last night. Uh, Cardi B won for Top Rap Female Artist. And I saw Little Nas X got Top Hot 100 Song, Top Streaming Song, and Top Selling Song. Okay. So a lot going on. Now, John Legend performed, and he actually dedicated the song to Chrissy, Never Break.
3: This is for Chrissy. We
1: got a good thing, babe. Whenever life is hard. We'll never lose
4: our way, we both know who we are, who knows about tomorrow, we don't know what's in the stars, I just know I'll always follow the light.
6: Goodness gracious! I I, I, cry this morning, man. Well, I was watching that that
4: on. So sweet.
6: Yeah, I was watching that on mute. I didn't hear what he was saying, but I could tell he was going in when I was watching it. Goodness (laughs) gracious! I thought you. I just assumed you was singing about Black Lives Matter because he was going in. He had on like a white suit, playing the piano. Mm. Yeah,
7: that's from his bigger love album, and he wrote that about the strength of his love and Chrissy. And you know, they did just have complications, and had.
4: Trying to make me tear this morning. Goodness gracious!
7: With the pregnancy, so. I know they've been going through it, but that was beautiful. All right, now Lizzo also uh, was on stage, and she was reminding her fans to refuse to be suppressed. She was getting the award for top song sales artists.
0: I've been thinking a lot about suppression and the voices that refused to be suppressed, and I wonder, would I be standing here right now if it weren't for the big black women who refused to have their voices be suppressed? And... I just want to say right now, if you're at home watching this and you are thinking about changing yourself to feel worthy, this is your sign to remain true to who you are. Let me tell y'all something. When people try to suppress something, it's normally because that thing holds power.
6: Okay, dropping clue clues, for Lizzo. I watched that on YouTube. She had a dress on that said, uh, vote, 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 vote. And I, and I like the dress, but I often wonder if just saying vote is enough. Like, do you have to give people more of a call to action? Like, mm. Keisha Lance Bottoms had a shirt on that said, vote Biden-Harris. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but a- I think they would just want people to go out there and vote. They're
4: just saying, you know, our ancestors fought for it, so you should vote. That's not what we people want. But I mean, that's what they're saying. We that's don't what want people to just saying. vote. They, they're telling people to just vote. They're not saying, they don't want to say, well, vote for this person. Saying, but you should, right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think so. But you got to tell people why.
3: yes.
7: Mm-hmm. All right, now Killer Mike got the first-ever Changemaker right.
3: Award. Kids out there that <laughs> sing and dance, what you do is worthy. You are artists, artist, and your goal should be to express the very reality around you in the very most beautiful or ugliest of ways that you see fit. Kids who run and dance and sing and jump and all the things they tell you don't matter. You matter more than you know. The kids that are organizing, plotting, planning, strategizing, right there on the ground and mobilizing. You are needed more than ever. I'm a culmination of all these things. I appreciate all the people that encouraged me and pushed me to be who I am today.
6: Why? You why y'all ain't played a part? Played a part when he gave all glory to Shea? Drop one of the clues bombs for uh, Killer Mike. Well, man. I was
7: about to say, I was about to say that too, because mm. his wife, uh, he said she always was standing by his side. And he promised not to be a martyr for his causes, and he told his wife, Shay, this is our award. Hey. Yeah, man. All right, that award was presented to him by Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms.
6: Salute to Killer Mike and Shay. Uh, I love the renders, because Michael Rinder is simply a doer, and those who can do and those who can't criticize. Meanwhile, all Michael does is mind his black owned business with his black ass wife, Shay, and I love him for that. Drop one of the Clues Bombs for Killer Mike. Congratulations. To him on his change maker Award. First ever, by the way. Absolutely.
7: Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye West won four awards, we by the way. We don't care. Just so you know. We don't. We in don't. the gospel category.
6: Wow. Really? Who was
7: he against? Just the FYI. Exactly. <laughs> Who was He's he
6: against? against? Whoever he was against he ain't been praying hard enough. They didn't pray for <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, man. <laughs> Imagine you in the gospel category with Kanye West and you praying to win this award and Kanye wins. Boy, that'll test your faith, won't it? Yeah.
7: <laughs> well, you know, the way that the Billboard Awards is very different from other award shows is really just based on uh, digital song sales, album sales, streaming, radio, airplay, touring, and social engagement. So it's strictly numbers. It's they not got, like you can nominate somebody.
4: They they got to change that because people are, have been messing with those numbers. I mean, they have all types of different, they call them cell phone camps where people just have a, a zillion cell phones lined up, just streaming songs all day long. I mean, so they they, they got to figure out a way to change that. Though. Did Kanye's album ever come out? Did Jesus' King album?
6: It did, right? I uh, freaking remember. You're the sec- Secretary yes. of Defense. You tell us. I'm not the Secretary <laughs> of Defense. I, I, I don't remember. I think it did come out. Yes, and it, it was, did it, come out. It was a gospel album. Yes.
7: Mhm. So all his awards were in the gospel category.
6: I need to know who he was up against, because whoever he was up against really needs to question God this morning. Oh and ask goodness. him, ask our Creator why. <laughs> okay. Who was he nominated against? Do we know? Kurt Franklin. Wow. Stop, I don't know. I, I don't stop know. making stuff up. That's not true. <laughs> That's my go-to when it comes to gospel. <laughs> Kurt Franklin.
7: No. But all right, and let's uh, congratulate Ludacris also. He is uh, doing a show on Netflix. He's doing an animated series. It's called Karma's World. It's about a 10 year old girl who wants to be a rapper. Obviously, that's his daughter. The episodes are short. They're about 10 minutes each, and they each focus on themes like self-esteem, diversity, body positivity, family, and leadership. So it's an interactive education website that has that same name also that's going to be coming soon as well. He posted 10 years in the making. This is how legacies are built. I'm pleased to announce I'll be joining the Netflix family and bringing my new animated series Karma's World, inspired by my oldest daughter in partnership with Nine Story MG and Brown Bag Films to Netflix.
6: Luda. Luda! Dropping the clues bonds for Luda, Chris. Good brother, right there. Luda been getting money for a long time. Mm-hmm.
7: All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
4: All right, we got front page news. What are we talking about?
7: Brianna Taylor. Her, uh, we'll talk about the interview that her boyfriend, uh, Kenneth, did. We'll tell you what he had to say.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Inspired by true events. Charm City King shed light on Baltimore's dirt bike culture through
4: the eyes of young black teens. Starring Jaheed Diallo-Winston and Meek Mill. Streaming Thursday on HBO Max. Rated R. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee. Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where are we starting?
7: Uh, well, let's start with this interview. And this was really hard for me to watch. I'm not going to lie. This is Kenneth Walker. And he is detailing the night that Brianna Taylor was shot and killed. This was on CBS This Morning, and I actually was crying listening to this, so let's... All right, so here he is talking about uh, holding Brianna while she was shot. When did you realize that Brianna had been shot?
3: I guess in the, in the middle of all the gunfire. Like, she screamed. But like, I was holding her hand. I pulled her down to the ground. But, you know, she was just scared, so she just didn't get down.
0: Was she alive at the time?
3: She, she was. Still, and when all the gunfire stopped, she was like bleeding and stuff, and I was holding her. No, then that's when I called my mom. You called your mom first? Yeah, I told her that somebody just kicked in the door and shot Brianna, and she told me to call 911, so I did. Mm-mm-mm. Now, they had the 911
2: call. 911,
8: Operator Harris, where is there an emergency? I don't, I don't know what's happening. Somebody kicked in the door inside my girlfriend. Where was she shot at? I don't know. She's on the grill right now. I don't know. Is she alert and able to talk to you? Uh, no, she's not.
4: Breathe.
7: Yeah. All right. And then Kenneth Walker said a, a cop told him that it was unfortunate that he wasn't shot. Listen to this. The police didn't come rushing in?
3: Not at all. I don't think I realized that it was the police until I was on the phone with Brianna's mom. I hear, like, people outside talking. I thought they was, you know, coming for help because I called 911. So you think they're coming to help you? Yes. So when I come outside, there's guns pointed at me. You know, I'm being threatened with dogs. And the officer asked me was I hit by any bullets. I said no. He said that's unfortunate. I would have been yeah. like that. So think about I, that. I, I'd, I'd he thinks
7: the police are there because he called 911. He's not realizing that they were the ones that broke because they never identified themselves and said that they were police officers.
4: That's
6: crazy. F, I, I, are you shot? No, that's unfortunate. I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel as well. You know what I mean? Especially after hearing that footage. F people, man. F humans. humans All right, stuff.
7: Kenneth Walker also talks so on uh, going to the, the station and meeting up with another cop.
3: Well, we finally left the scene, we pulled over in like a random parking lot. On Manslick, which is the street, like at the bottom of the hill, down the street from Rihanna's apartment. And another uh, officer in an unmarked car, and he wasn't in uniform and stuff, and he came to my window. But his tone was way different than everybody else's who was just on the scene. He told me that this was a misunderstanding, and we're going to get to the bottom of it, and asking me, did I need
6: anything? Wow. I would never understand how nobody is held responsible for that type of malpractice. Like, you cannot make a mistake no, yeah, like that. absolutely right. Because they're lying other, you can't make and a,
7: saying that they identify themselves. They're lying. But somebody died. Everybody else
6: You can't make somebody a mistake. died. Yeah, you can't make a mistake like that on any other job in America. If a doctor makes some mistakes and kills somebody, and he's job.
4: liable. If if anybody else in any other position of job kills somebody on the
6: job by, quote-unquote, mistake... They're and, liable. They, and they showed they're liable by paying the $12 million in the civil suit. But even still, like, you can't keep your job after something like that. Like we, I All mean- right, well, Here's
7: Kenneth Walker talking about how he was at the station, and that's when he was like, if y'all are accusing me of shooting a cop, then, you know, this shouldn't be happening. Listen to this.
3: And then when I got to the police headquarters or whatever it was, they took the handcuffs off me and everything. I was walking around. I went to the bathroom. So clearly y'all know something's wrong
0: you're allowed to move freely
3: yeah you don't allegedly shoot at a shoot a police officer and they take hand the handcuffs off you
0: were you surprised to hear that you were accused of shooting a police officer i definitely
3: was surprised but i was more concerned about is he okay and is brianna okay at this point i still didn't even know Mm. if she was alive or not kenneth didn't get charged uh 12
6: million dollar civil suit i mean damn how do they still have their jobs Clearly, something went wrong. I mean, like, I understand, even if you don't want to arrest them, how do they keep their jobs? They should be fight
7: Also, as he just said, he, at this time, he still didn't even know that Brianna was dead because think about it, she was alive. So if help had come in a timely fashion, she could have still been alive. He didn't know what happened, and this is how he found out that his girlfriend, who he was in love with, they were already buying sneakers for their future children and everything. This is how he found out that she died.
0: When were you finally told that Brianna didn't make it?
3: I never really got told, like, directly. I saw it on the news, and I was in the cell, and it was, like, on the news, and it said one, you know, female dead that confirmed it. As these body cam videos and stuff come out, I see they did nothing. Clearly, we see the SWAT team in there, and she was still in there. They're still, like, casing the apartment with her laying right there on the ground. Apartment floor is
5: now a crime scene. Let's go ahead and move out. All right? She's done.
2: Yeah. Now, question: so What is
6: the, what is the reason uh, Gail King interviewed uh, Kenneth? What was the reason?
2: Well,
7: this is his first interview talking about everything that happened.
6: Oh, okay. I'm saying, but what is, there, is like? Is, is he, oh yeah, he's suing, isn't he? Isn't he suing? Yeah, civil suit. Yeah, he's okay, civil suit. But also, hey, so yeah. okay. he's trying to just tell the story. Yeah, yeah but, he should but, be able to but, tell the story because you know they were
7: trying to get him not to say anything all the time. He wasn't able to speak.
6: Definitely, but it helps with the civil suit. I'm just, I'm just, I want to make sure that you know they're just not using black trauma for headlines. That's what I'm. That's why I asked that. Well,
7: question. I, I'm sure that he wants people to know what really happened. There's a lot of misinformation out there. The cops have told their side of the story, as we can see with Daniel Cameron, with everything that's been happening. I'm sure he was there. He's the only person that can tell you what really went down. Absolutely. He was of there. Course. So yeah. I think we needed to hear that from him.
6: And especially that they have a civil suit going because. Because, you know, we live in this era where public perception does change the course of a lot of these court cases. It just does. The court of public opinion helps in a lot of these court cases. So, yes, I'm glad he's telling this story. I'm just making sure that they're just not using black trauma for headlines. That's all. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Dr. Claude
4: Anderson will be joining us. So we'll kick him with Claude Anderson when we come back so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club.
6: Back. Back back. You're checking out the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show. Yep, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and we got somebody uh, on the Zoom this morning that I love, I value, and I appreciate. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson,
5: how are you, young man? I'm still trying to grow up and be like you, drink my milk, say my prayers, and <laughs> <laughs> I hope to be like you one
6: day. You know, you know, Doctor Claude, uh, I'm I'm happy to have you this morning, man, because I'm hearing so much powernomics rhetoric from everybody. Everybody wants to use Doctor Claude's ideas in regards to the black economic agendas.
5: So why not hear from the man himself this morning? That's that's my mindset. Well, I, I'm delighted to be here and glad to see you all and be with you all again. And I just thought a few seconds ago, you know, it'll be a year pretty soon since the last time I was with you all last December.
6: Wow.
7: And, and Dr. Claude, before we start, I just want to ask you, how is everything with you with, you know, these difficult times that people are having? How have you been holding up?
5: Uh, I'm fair to, fair to admit, for a poor black man, but uh, I've had some health problems. It looks like I'm right on the edge of coming out of them. And I just think just, there's just hastening trying to get back to you all again, because as you indicated, uh, Charlemagne, we are in deep, deep trouble in this country, black mm. folk, and, uh, you know, I, I made a, a commitment to myself a few years ago that I was going to stay out of national politics since I left the National Administration with President Carter. I said I'm going to stay out of it and stay neutral. But now looking around, I can't keep that commitment any longer. The things are getting so terrible. we got a pandemic. Nobody's doing anything for that makes any sense. But more importantly is that my people, Black people, are just totally in, in absence of any le- Black leadership. Nobody's speaking up for Black folks and, uh, and I, I've told people all my life that when white folk catch a catch, uh, cold, black folk gonna catch pneumonia. I don't hear nobody saying, uh, we're gonna start talking that we wanna eradicate poverty. They should be saying, no, start on a priority with black folk. And I got 38% of all the black folk in America beneath the poverty line, start with them. If you start talking about we want justice, start with black folk again. Trump is stacking the courts again for the next 40 years, putting people into the federal judgeships which means that black folk would never, 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 never have a chance to get, in, get into a, get justice from that situation. We marched in the streets, talking about we want justice. How are you gonna get justice? And then and they said, well, well, how about the Supreme Court? I said, why would a black person want to try to get justice in the United States by going through the Supreme Court? The, the primary responsibility of the, of the Supreme Court is to maintain racism. They are the guardians of racism in America. That's the most racist organization in the United States. As soon as racism and slavery started, idea was set up the United, set up the Supreme Court to make us be the guardian. And that came out of the Marlboros and Madison decision in 1803. It says now I'm, we're going to start getting involved in matters pertaining to black folk and slavery. The first 57 judges were white slave owners. If
6: Joe Biden wins, do you think he should stack the courts, stack the Supreme
5: Court? Pack the Supreme yeah, Court? That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to look out to quid pro quo. He's supposed to take care of the people to take care of him. That's the primary purpose of politics. Politics never existed the way it exists now until the 1500s. And it's based on a French word, policy, which means quid pro quo. It decides what, who gets what benefits out of life. It's based on a simple premise of something for something. You, you help me, I help you. All these black elected officials, they swear an oath. Mm-hmm. Said, I will hereby promise and commit and raise my hand on the Bible, saying that I will protect who? Those individuals who voted for me and put me in that public office. And I never see anybody holding them to that.
6: Mm.
5: We got the Congressional Black Caucus, 40 some people. They swore an oath that they would protect black folk. You tell me, where have they been all these years? What are they doing? 51% of, the, of all the prisons in the United States are black people that sit up in prison. 51%. And out of all of them that's in prison right now, uh, that are black, 96% are black men. They're an endangered species. How, oh. how do you feel, Dr. Claude,
6: about the black people like myself who have been telling? You know, politicians, our votes
5: are quid pro quo, you know, and, and this is what we want in exchange for our votes. That's it. You're right on the money. That's one of the reasons why I love and respect you so much. You want a few got that kind of consciousness and commitment to your own people.
7: You think I'm that sorry. people shouldn't vote at all if they feel like they're not getting what they're asking
5: for? In most election, I would say yes. But in this particular election, this is a different one coming up now. now I've been telling people that for the longest, don't don't, don't vote for anybody but uh, unless you're gonna follow the power numics principles, which says, I will support only those who support me. I will support only those businesses that was also willing to commit and help my people and support my people. I'm not giving you my money buying it out of your store. If you're not doing anything for black folk, we're the only people that won't practice quid pro quo. Others will. We spend 90, we spend 96% of every penny we get in our hands. We spend it with people that are not a member of our group or our race. And we got a $1.3 trillion budget that passes through our hand, annually. We don't spend it without black people. We impose poverty on our own people. Why Why is
6: this election the most dangerous, Dr. Claude? Like, why Why should we be out there voting in this
5: election? Because they, they they try to scare
6: us every presidential election. Why this one in particular? Because, because right
5: now, the people right there are people right now getting ready to totally revise and, and, and tear down the infrastructure in this country and build it in, an, in another manner. And they, that means they're going to ignore the obligation they already have the black folk. I've never seen one instance where a politician, black, white, pink, yellow, green, a polka dot, has ever said, make a commitment that I would, based on quid pro quo, I would do this for black folk. Mm. When black folk elect me and put me in office, I would take care of black folk. Never happened. Not even when you had the last black president, uh, Obama, he did absolutely nothing for black folk, which was a total disgrace in my mind. Have
7: either one of these candidates reached out to you? Any one of their uh, campaigns?
5: Hell yeah, Jared Kushner. <laughs> He's absolutely right. And unfortunately, and I was a Democrat all my life, that no, none, none, none of them have ever called me. Ironically, it's been the Republicans have been calling me. They've been calling me saying, Dr. Anderson, we have a lot of respect and appreciation for you and the things you've told to black folk, your commitment. Jerry Cushing, he's right. He's, he's been calling for the longest. Kayon West has been calling me about almost every other week. Kanye. Kanye, rather, Kanye. <laughs> if everybody keeps screaming black folk at a critical vote, see half of that's BS in the first place. That's like an intellectual masturbation contest would tell black folk how important you are, knowing that black folk are only 13% of the population. That means that black folk in this country right now outnumber 10 to 1 by by whites and, and other immigrants. They don't really need black folk's vote. White folk right now can go to the poll and vote for anything they want, anytime they want them. But they want to bring, drag blacks in to put the burden and obligation on black folk to deliver a candidate or to reject a candidate. That's not black folks' responsibility as a, as a permanent, original minority, the oldest minority in the country. That's not their obligation. Native black American. That's right, native black Americans. And but, they, but we accept that responsibility. So, yes, we go out there, we have to understand that that our vote must count. And uh, But you asked me another point, and I'm going to hit that then. I'm going to try to go back to what I'm going to tell you all about today. I think I, I asked you about why is this election the most important to vote for? I think you right. answered it, though. Because I don't think the society as we've always known is going to be in existence when this, when this pandemic ends. They're going to wipe out most of the businesses, they're going to wipe out most of the regulations, the institutions, and everything else. We don't have the resources. We don't have any communities. Six blacks die for every one white from the virus because we don't have the resources. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't even have any communities. We don't have not one community in the entire United States. And then in those, see, we'd had, we weren't properly equipped. And we've had communities all over America, like all other people have, Korea towns, Chinatowns, Little Italy, Little Greek towns. We don't have anything. All we got are neighborhoods.
4: All right, we have more with Dr. Claude Anderson. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Dr. Claude Anderson. Yee. Dr. Claude, you know what I asked?
7: We were talking about quid pro quo and voting, and you were saying this year in particular you would tell people – Normally, you would say to hold your vote and not vote, but this year you're saying something
5: different. This is it for us. This is a throwdown for us. I want every Black person in America, any of them that are registered and qualified to vote, I want you to vote. You vote your heart out. We have to change the social construct in America. The social construct is the United States Constitution that has us blocked and blocked. Nobody has ever addressed the the constitutional impact on us and a guardian of racism which is in the Constitution. We got two constitutions in the United States. That's the first constitution that was that was approved in 1789. That constitution predescribed and proposed exactly how black folk are to be treated and mistreated in this country. We own less than one half or one percent of anything of value. I looked at their plans, both the Democrats and Republicans, and it was a shame. You looked, at, the-
6: you looked at Joe Biden's Lift Every Voice plan and Donald Trump's Platinum Plan?
5: Yes, about 40 pages. And guess what? It's nothing but a regurgitation of old rules and regulations pertaining to programs that may have been existed since 1950. The primary issue is to reverse the, what, what was put into the, into the first constitution and into all these laws. that kept black folk poor and impoverished and powerless all these years. See, the first constitution was an affirmative action plan for whites. It says anybody coming to this country, he must be white, this is a white nation, or they should be able to pass for whites. And they can get all these benefits and we're gonna deny black folks as slaves. And what and what the Constitution did is systematically maldistributed 100% of all this nation's land, minerals, resources, uh, businesses, rights, privileges, and controls of all levels of government into the hands of the dominant white society. It has never been reversed. Forget all this stuff about social justice, about police reform, go back and correct But uh, slavery put systematically put in place has had black folk bound like that. I don't like that. The only time they tried to correct it was one time when they put out the second constitution, which was in in the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment and the civil rights laws were put out specifically to correct it. That's why it was called 10 years of reconstruction between 1866 and 1876. Reconstruct, which means you've done wrong. That's why they had to issue the 12th Amendment, the 13th and the 14th Amendment, and those civil rights laws. But here's the problem. They were issued strictly and solely for black folk. Then up comes the person out of the bush the Supreme Court and took and said, Oh, all those things that were put out in the third in the, during Reconstruction, oh, those things are illegal. And you go, we're gonna take you back to slavery again. That's why Jim Crow segregation jumped up again and grabbed blacks like this. Because the Supreme Court did it. And they said, now all these things that they put that they tried to put in place for you all during that 10 year period, they gotta be along to everybody. And anything for everybody is not for anybody. We missed out. And so now we, we have to go back and focus on that. So what I'm saying is that those things that the, that the Democrats have now in their plan and the Republicans have, ain't going to do a darn thing for black folk. They're not tangible. They're not things that black folk can put their hands on, hold on to, and use to correct their position. I talked about my five-story building, which I'm sure, Sean you're familiar with that, aren't you? Poweronomics absolutely. That's right. That, that you got to have a wealth base down here. Wealth, once you get the money on the first floor, you then you sell sell it, get profits, then you use that money to go to the second floor. The second floor is politics. Black folk keep trying to get in politics by jumping to the second floor without an economic base beneath them structured. If you don't have an economic base, you have nothing. That's what keeps white folks in control. And so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna try to correct that by saying we're gonna go back and reverse what was in the the original constitution. And that's what we're gonna what I want these Democrats and, and, and the Republicans to focus on. Take that plan and revise it. Here's some of the things I want you to put in there strictly and solely for black folk. And one. What I want you to do is understand that you got a social construct that has to be revisited. That's the United States Constitution. Now please do me a big favor. Remember these points. You got a social construct that dictates everything. And when you hear when you read the Constitution, it's talking about we the people, all the citizens, they're talking about white folk. When they talk about black folk, they got a code in there. And they, they see things words like those who are indebted, those who are in bondage, those who are that special pro- kind of property. They're talking about black folk. That they, would, that they would be excluded and won't be counted in anything. They talk about white folk, they use these very broad, big terms like we the people, all the people got God-given rights to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. They're not talking about blacks because that's why they're going to enslave black folk. That's the part of that, that whole co- construct. Point two, this is very important now. I'm going to articulate these, if you want to write down some of these points. And he, these are called the powernomics points. This is my powernomics plan. I'm giving you the powernomics plan now that all the others wanted that the Republicans wanted and some of the Green Parties, the liberal Terror Party, they wanted, I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm only going to give these points to black folk. One, I gave you about the social construct. Two, the second thing I want you to do is demand no marching and begging. And marching okay. is a waste of time. It signifies a weakness. You march all the time. Don't get anything. Second thing I want you to do is demand that there be a permanent office for native black America affairs established in the White House which means any issue that goes down, you got a piece of person sitting there with, where the president is that can start dictating what your needs are and what kind of, what your resources needs are. That's the second thing. The third thing I want you to be able to do, demand that right now that, that we have a, I have a power numbers plan for setting up jobs in the, in the United States for black folk. I want them to build <clears throat> a, high, a Southern high speed rail system in the South that would run from Atlanta, Georgia to Dallas, Texas. And I got now all the plans. All this, this is ready-made. All, all, everything's been worked out. It'll run at 150 miles an hour. Take you from Atlanta, Georgia, to Dallas, Texas. It stops four places. It'll stop in, in, in Atlanta. It'll stop in Birmingham, Alabama. It'll stop in in, in, in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, then Dallas, Texas. And when you build businesses around those centers, this is for the black folk because that's a, That's called a Southern Black Belt running from, from from the East Coast to the West Coast. To, to explain why, though, why is that necessary? Because right now, right now, we can we can tr- move people faster. Because right now, your airlines will have a hell, and most of them won't even come back into existence after this pa- pandemic em- ends. Won't, they, won't, they won't be able to travel. And right now, it's, it, for blacks in the South to move around, they got to come north, come up maybe to mid north, then try to go across. This will create job opportunities for employment opportunities for black professionals in all respects, for businesses, for transportation related fares, everything you want. That, that would create hundreds of thousands of businesses. And employment opportunities now the fourth thing i want you to do is to also tell them to, to now before they start bringing in more immigrants in this country tell them that require congress that congress do an examination for the negative impact that immigration has on black folk nobody ever makes that point the only people that's that's damaged and injured by immigrants coming in this country is black folk the immigrants coming in they join the white status quo they don't they 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 not they're not competing against whites, they come in and compete against blacks. They go into the black neighborhoods, they take they take blacks out of the jobs, out of construction jobs, take them out of the hotels and the businesses. Blacks are displaced. And they say before we can approve another immigration program, we want you to determine what will be the negative impact on black folk. And that they never do that. They bring in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of immigrants. And then nobody ever checks on that. And the and the next point is this, that I want you to establish a focusing on the reparations for black folk in the country. And the question they keep asking, the whites, where is the money going to? It should be set up in what we call, I would call, regional distribution banks, uh, where, where black folk can borrow that money to start businesses in those in the major black urban areas in the United States. Every major black city, you should get about five or six of them, should have a, a, a reparations bank there. That's what I want now for reparations funds. And don't be worried about how much money will each black person get No. all. I want to put into a special revolving loan fund where blacks can borrow that money and be able to start businesses in, in, those, in those urban areas. I
4: right, don't move. We got more with Dr. Claude Anderson. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's- morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Dr. Claude Anderson. Charlamagne. All right, Dr. Claude, let me run
6: down the five points you just made real quick. Social construct that dictates everything. Um, I mean, that reconstructs everything in the Constitution. demanded that there be a permanent office in the White House for Native Black Affairs. Demand that they build a sovereign high-speed rail system that runs from Atlanta to Dallas, stops in Birmingham and Screveport. Um, Congress to study the negative impact that immigrants have on Black people and establish a
5: reparations bill. You got it, all right. And and uh, when you when you call and check on that on that on, on that high-speed rail system, the money's already there. And right now, I got I got people already committed outside the United States that will put up something like forty-five billion dollars to build that high-speed rail system. All we need from the government is for somebody in the federal level in the office of the president just to approve the project.
6: You know, Dr. Claude, um, I was having that conversation about immigrants actually yesterday, and a lot of people would say immigrants—they don't—they're not taking any jobs
5: from black people because it's jobs black people wouldn't do anyway. What do you—what do you say to that? They are right, and that's why we have to recondition black folk. Black folks, I worked—I worked for, worked for four hundred sixty years. Nobody paid even gave me anything. What what insurance I got this time? I'm gonna get paid and get some money. And but see, what nobody's ever rewarded and compensated black folk. Black folk have never gotten any rewards. They worked all those years, 300, 360 years for nothing. And then and then and the thing about it is the dominant white society is still opposed to it. You know why? They say, well, y'all are looking for something free. I say, hey, that's what they should be doing, looking for something free. You know why? Because every immigrant came here contrary to what they tell you, but they came here for religious freedom. They didn't come. Nobody came here looking for religious freedom. They came here looking to get free benefits. They came here to get all those things that blacks could not get. They wanted to cut, they get they wanted free land and free black labor, and that's what they got. That's called the American dream: Come to America and free load, get what you, whatever you can get. And when they, when they were let, let free of slavery after having worked for 360 years, white folks said, "We'll set you free in 1860." But I tell you what, we're gonna set you free with no clothes, no no land, no house, no tools, no weapons, no animals, no nothing no education, no religion, no institutions. And yet by the same token, from slavery started up until the end in 1860, guess what? Every immigrant that came to this country was eligible for 650 acres of free land. Then they got another additional 150 acres of free land for every slave they owned. And they they had, at that point when slavery ended, they had over 5 million blacks that were slaves. In conclusion of it, they picked up over 2 billion acres of free land that's why when you go out west now, you see those big, large ranches, big, large farms, where they got 20,000 acres of farm. You say, well, no, look at those big farms and all that land whites own. They didn't pay for that land. They got it free. But they wouldn't give black folk 40 acres. And the, and the next thing, and the last thing, the last two things, there's the Indian Treaty. I gotta still, I'm got i still in the federal courts. Right now, in the federal courts here in Washington, D.C., seeking funds for black folk on the fulfillment of the mandated 1866 Indian Treaties. Treaties are the highest law of the land. Now, in 1866, Indians participated in enslaving the enslavement of black folk. The Choctaw, Chickasaw, Cherokee, and Creek, and the Seminole Indians all were slave owners. And even two years after, after the Civil War was over and blacks had been freed, the Choctaw and Chickasaw was still holding 12,000 to 15,000 blacks still enslaved. So, black Indians and black and black freemen were mandated to receive 40 acres of land. The Indian tribes were given them money. Government gave those Indian tribes money to give to the black folk and set them free. And uh, they set them free, but they didn't give them any money. And then they didn't give them any land. Those free black men and those free Indians have the same rights that Indians those have. They should also could build casinos right now and be able to start building casinos on free land, government land. They should be able to go out and say, hey, I want the, I want these 20 acres land here. I'm going to put up casinos so Charlemagne can go out there and gamble his money away.
6: <laughs> Never. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what's the what's the final point, Dr. Claude? You said you had two more. I want I want you to demand that a commission be set up in the Congress that where they hold hearings to go out and find out uh who was responsible and get reimbursements for what happened to the blacks who were freed during slavery, where they set up in 1966, so those called Freeman Banks. They had a Freedman Bureau, they set up Freedman banks across the United States where slaves to put their deposit their money into those banks. And also black union soldiers could part all their salaries and their income for being in the army into those banks and those freedmen banks in, in all these major cities. Guess what? That money was stolen by white administrators who were appointed by the federal government to administer that money for those blacks. They stole $57 million out of those banks. Now, right now, I want that money recaptured at present day value and repaid to blacks across the country. And so, I, so I'm giving you about seven things. I'm going to quit there. I want you all to help me. Push the power numics books and stuff, all the stuffs in my books saying, I want y'all to go out there and start fighting. We want resources. We want money because it's money and value and wealth that determines your opportunities, not civil rights, not social integration. You know, Dr.
6: Claude, um, I agree with you. Um, I am. I, I'm definitely voting on November 3rd. And I'm also going to hold, you know, Biden and Harris accountable if they get in. I'm going to hold them, hold them really accountable. Put my foot up their ass, really. But re- <laughs> re- regardless of who wins the presidency, right? That's right. How That's can it. black people best prepare for the next
5: four years, regardless of who wins? What we're going to do now, we're going to start rebuilding our own communities. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start practicing quid pro quo with each other. We're going to start developing a broad sense of community where we respect and appreciate each other. And in these communities, we're going to build our own businesses. We're going to practice group economics and group politics, which means we vote for ourselves and buy for ourselves. I'm, my thing is this. Quit trying to go out and stand on and march and demonstrate to make people let you into their restaurants. And black folk tell me, so well, Dr. Anderson, well, I'm, I'm going to make them take my money. I said, no, why you want to make somebody take your money? You're telling them, no, go, what should we do? Go across the street and build your own damn business. And quit kissing people's butts trying to make them like and love you.
7: I think that some of these marches are effective, though, just even trying to get justice for people who are killed by police brutality and changing some of those laws and police reform, because I have seen the results from them being there and occupying certain cities.
5: Right, see, and you're right. See, the, the way, you, way you get in control of it, it's not by begging them to do it. What you do is, i told you what the, that's Charlemagne you know, on that five-story building. See, when you get, when you got the money and you got an economy at the base, you use your money and the economy on the on the first floor to control the politicians who are on the second floor. Mm-hmm. You either buy all the politicians, if you came forward to buy them, you rent them, and you use them to make them do, take care of the third floor. The third floor is the police department and the law and the legal system. You use the money off the first floor and you can make the politicians do what they just need to do to control the third floor. That's the way you control the police. You can't, you can't, you can't control the police with just, just by going in and looking for kindness in their hearts. That's why Because that goes back to the second amendment. The Second amendment says that, that militia, white militia police plantation police were, were ruling black folk. They used to call them paddy rollers. That's why, that's why in a, in a black neighborhood, you have a predominant number of police officers will be white. But you can't go to a white community and find that 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 white po- that black policeman not make up, make up the police enforcement in a white community. Build your own community and say, no, you can't come in here. That's why the Chinese would not let white policemen into Chinatowns all the way up until about the 1900s. They said, we don't need them. We got two other groups that are handled. That, one called the Hatchaman, the other called the Tongs. That's right. That's His right. name yeah. is Dr.
6: Claude Anderson. Uh, you can go get Powernomics. You can go get Black Label White Wealth. You can go get dirty little secrets, Part One and Two. Go buy all Doctor Claude's books, man. He's one of my favorite people to to have conversations with, to to talk to, and and I, and I, and I love you, and I value, you, and I appreciate you, Doctor Claude. I'm glad you exist, my brother.
5: I tell you you know how I feel about you. I mean, I tell anybody in a second. Somebody's asked me about Charlemagne. I said, I said that's my man. I said, I'm not gay, and that's my man's so <laughs> name.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this all makes sense.
6: Okay. <laughs> 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 I appreciate you, Dr. Claude. Where can they find you if they want
5: to reach you, man? Uh, they, they can us, go, to, go to the powernumbers.com website. We got a library pack to get all five of those books for $99. Or they can call the Power Numbers Corporation in in Washington, D.C. and contact me. And Thank I, you I, love, I, I love you guys and I appreciate you. And, I, and please, if I said something that was offensive to you, I didn't mean to do that and I apologize for it. I and, uh, and, uh, hey, we
7: welcome this type of dialogue. I would love to have it some more because I agree with some things, disagree with some things, but that is all part of
5: that's you know, right. That's Our right. own
7: experiences.
5: That's right. I appreciate that, and I don't know. I don't know the answer to everything, but I just tried for, for 50 years to be a forensic historian and do what nobody else does and, and look at racial issues and cut them open, slice them, and dice them, and figure out what, how you find solutions. And uh, I don't just accept things right off the bat. Now I wouldn't want you to do that either. Dr. Claude, thank you,
6: my brother. We appreciate you. It's Dr. Claude Anderson. It's The Breakfast Club. We are The Breakfast Club. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: Let me say good morning to Natina. Good morning, Natina, from uh, Def Jam, executive at Def Jam. Who is that? I just said she's an executive at Def Jam. Latina, she's more Natina, than an executive. Natina. She got all
7: kinds of promotions. Natina, during this pandemic, has gotten like three promotions. Yeah,
4: she's an executive, but she's my friend, Natina. She calls me every morning to check up on her make me make make sure I'm doing good. So I just want to say good morning. I need to, to, to Natina.
6: meet Natina. She sounds like a nice person. She she wouldn't, she wouldn't like you. Probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't like her either. I don't, I don't know who she is. She wouldn't, she wouldn't like you. But anyway. Good morning, whoever you are, Natina. <laughs> Shut up, man. Let's get to the you rumors. You better not
4: never
7: need nothing from this person <laughs> you don't
6: know. I'm pretty sure they need me more than I need them. Woo! But I, I, I mm. if this person was Natina, whoever this is, I, I, I just I mm-hmm. just like her as a person. I don't think she would like you. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk ice cube. This is the
1: rumor report with Angela Yee. Mama.
7: Well, as you know, and we've spoken to Ice Cube about this, he developed this contract with Black America and laid out this plan of what he thinks uh, needs to be part of this whole presidential campaign. What needs to happen for helping Black Americans now? Shout out to Ice Cube. This is according to Katrina Pearson. She posted this. She posted a tweet. She's a senior advisor for Trump's campaign. Shout out to Ice Cube for his willingness to step up and work with Donald Trump's administration to help develop the Platinum Plan. Lead is going to lead. Hate is going to hate. Thank you for leading. People were going in on Ice Cube yesterday because they think that he's working with Donald Trump. So Donald Trump had to clarify. He posted facts. I put out the contract with Black America. Both parties contacted me. I mean, Ice oh, who did I just say?
4: Donald Trump. Donald Trump.
7: Oh, Ice Q posted facts. I put out the contract with Black America. Both parties contacted me. Dems said we'll address the CWBA after the election. Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CWBA. Uh, here's what he had to say.
3: So, you know, I think the Democrats, they, you know, they got every black celebrity on their team. So they just figured, you know, tell Kira to shut up and vote. I ain't going to do that. You know, I'm going to push the program. We also met with the Republicans and they they brought us in. We talked to them. They've moved their agenda a lot because of what we said. They put $500 billion on the table and you know, but who knows, you know, who knows what's going to really happen. I just know when I'm going to win. And I don't know if it can really matter to us. We got to just push whoever's in there because ain't nobody really solved our problems. I
6: was really confused about this yesterday because I was sitting back watching everybody slander Ice Cube. And I was like, well, when did Ice Cube endorse Donald Trump? When did Ice Cube say he was helping to design the platinum plan? That video that we just played, that audio, that was from four days ago. And I didn't hear him say any of that. I saw, you know, uh, the Republican Trump supporters manipulating what he actually said. But I didn't hear Cube say he was endorsing Donald Trump and he helped to design the platinum plan. Not at all. And I have to wonder, at what point do we get smarter? Why are we so quick to attack our own? Well, I will say
7: it was very misleading the way that Trump spokesperson put that out there. Yes,
6: exactly. So, So
7: I will say that, and that was the intention of her posting that in that way, Katrina Pearson. But shouldn't the slander go to
6: go to her? Shouldn't people actually? Well, I think people
7: were confused because they saw that that was a headline. Damn, Ice Cube's working with Donald Trump. I saw people were posting it. Well, it go not do a your day. research. But right,
4: that's what I hate, and especially somebody like Ice Cube, who's unapologetically black and represents for black people and rides for black people. So, instead of just attacking, shouldn't we uh, go do, do your research? She posted out? that
6: video four days ago, literally four days ago. That's people though, right?
4: But
7: I, I will say she definitely put that up purposefully. Yeah, of course. So she should have caught the
6: smoke. Yeah, of course he did.
4: Not you.
7: All right, now, Kanye West uh, thought that He was ahead of Trump and Biden in the polls in Kentucky. Uh, There was uh, some type of poll that was, I guess, election results. And he posted a screenshot of the percentages according to these percentages. And, you know, I don't know what made him think that uh, this was actually true. It showed that he was in second place with a 19 percent share of the vote. He was behind Libertarian nominee Joe Jurgensen, who has shown leading the polls with 36 percent of the vote and then ahead of. Also, Biden and Trump. So he was so excited. Here he is getting
3: ready. Nineteen percent, forty thousand votes, wow. Kentucky. Get the West Wing ready. ready Let's go.
4: go. Get the West Wing ready. Go, my God. I'm so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm well, just... congratulations to you, cause you're Secretary of Defense. So that means you're gonna be in the East Wing. He's gonna be in the West Wing, man.
6: See, as people. Y'all are right, one and, step and, and, closer. By, by the way, but Barack Obama was on CNN yesterday, and he was talking about um, conservative conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Y'all just, black Twitter just as bad. Negroes like you just as bad. You you throw something like that that out there and people run with it. You know what I'm saying? Well, the news station did apologize
7: for the false data that they posted on their site. They said someone discovered a cacheted web link that was used during June's primary election to post associated press election results. The old link was still populating current AP data and showed test results, which is part of the preparation they do in advance of elections. They were not valid. It was simply part of a test.
6: We don't have to talk about Kanye, though. That's We're gonna get a,
7: more into it though in the next hour because he also put
6: out. That's the other thing. A we, song. We don't have to talk. You don't want about to hear about it. his
7: music. So you're know, not Secretary
6: of Defense. Man, shut up, man. I'm just tired of. Negroes All right. Well, being that is your rumor
7: report. I'm, tired of I'm being, Angela Yee. I'm
6: tired of Negroes being misinformed, and I want Negroes to read, and I want Negroes to stop Get the him. West
7: Wing ready. Charlemagne's <laughs> coming. Secretary of Defense. Let's go. He's yep. on the
6: East Wing. That's and your rumor report. Yep. And this, y'all are the reason that he's getting any type of votes, period, because y'all keep taking. Get him the South
7: Wing ready for Charlemagne. Report
6: and report on these streets. <laughs> it's all fun and games till November 3rd come. There's going to be a lot of slow singing and flower Kanye's bring. our
7: new president. <laughs> it's
6: going to be a lot of slow singing and flower All
7: right, bringing. guys, that's your rumor report.
4: All right.
6: Well, Secretary of Defense, uh, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, we need South Carolina Senator Lindsay Ladybug Graham to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast
1: Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway
4: crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA.
6: Hit the goddamn we control drop. It's time for Donkey of the
1: Day.
3: Donkey of the Day.
6: Democrat, so being donkey
2: of the day is a little bit of a mixed bag. So like a donkey. Yee-haw. Okay, donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 20 years, but donkey of the day
6: is a new one. Yes, yeah, donkey of the day for Thursday, October 15th. Ooh, payday. It's that good check. Oh, too. today's payday. Well, it's that yeah. middle of the month it's payday. Check. Okay, okay. Uh, but Thursday, October 15th has to go to South Carolina Senator Lindsey Ladybug Graham. Uh, now listen, Lindsey just got donkey today on Monday because he said black people and immigrants are free to go anywhere in South Carolina as long as they are conservative. I'm not making this up. Let's listen. I care about everybody. If you're a young African American, an immigrant, you can go anywhere in this state. You just
2: need
9: to be conservative, not liberal.
6: Now keep in mind, uh, Lindsey may lose his Senate seat this year to South Carolina's Jamie Harrison. Dropping the clues, with Jamie Harrison. A black man from Orangeburg, South Carolina, who has shattered congressional fundraising records by raising $57 million in the third quarter of this year. That's who I'm voting for, by the way. Uh, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Charlamagne, you're only voting for Jamie Harrison because he's black. Not true! I'm voting for him because his wife is black. And I love his plans to build South Carolina's infrastructure and his plans on ending poverty in South Carolina. But back to his opponent, Lindsey Ladybug Graham. Listen, while y'all were busy slandering Ice Cube yesterday for nothing, literally nothing, our real enemies were showing their true colors once again. What is Lindsey Ladybug Graham's true colors? Well, I believe Crayola would call it good old boy white. See, there's white and then there's good old boy white. All right, that good old boy white. I I don't like that kind of white. Okay, that's that ignorant, sovereign white guy who can say and do virtually anything and still be viewed in a positive manner because good old boy white is America's favorite color. Add a little red, add a little blue, and we call that good old boy prejudice patriotism. And more often than not, not, uh, regardless how racist, how prejudiced, no matter how much of those white devil horns we see, all that racism will be dismissed as good old boys just kidding around. Oh, trust me, that was his excuse for what he said yesterday. See, y'all were too busy uh, attacking and fake canceling your own in Ice Cube yesterday, attacking him for something he didn't say. Meanwhile, Lindsey Graham was at the Supreme Court hearings, the confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett, actually saying things he should be canceled for. And by canceled, I mean voted out. Would you like to hear what Lindsey had to say? Let's listen. One of the reasons you can say with confidence that you think Brown versus Board of Education super president is that you're not aware of any effort to go back to the good old days of segregation by a legislative body. Is that correct? That is correct. Pa- 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 pardon me? Could, could you play that part again? Just, do we have that one part isolated? We don't? Just play it again. One of the reasons you can mm-hmm. say with confidence that you think Brown versus Board of Education is super precedent is that you're not aware of any effort to go back to the good old days of segregation <gasps> by it. a legislative body. Is that the good old days the good of segregation. Old. The good old days? Wow. The what? good old days of segregation. The good old days of segregation. Segregation, you mean the practice of uh, requiring separate housing, education, and other services for black people? You mean the systemic separation of people into racial or other ethnic groups? You mean the same racial segregation that could get black people killed for crossing those racial lines? Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but I tend to lean on the side of Chris Rock. He was here a few weeks ago, and he, he said this about the good old days for black folks.
4: The beauty of being black
6: is the future's always better. There are no good old days. There are no good old days when you're black. Now, I'm on record as saying segregation was a great concept that was poorly executed. It shouldn't have been based on race. It should have been based on behavior, okay, energy, because I don't want to be around certain people either. Somebody like Lindsey Graham, I don't want to be in the same restaurant as him. I don't want to live in the same neighborhood as him. I don't want to be anywhere near a racist good old boy like Lindsey Graham. It's not good for my mental, spiritual, or emotional health, okay? In the case of Lindsey Graham, I am allergic to ladybugs. And do you know what Lindsey said in regards to his racist comments? Well, let's listen. If anybody was listening to who I am and what I said, you know that
4: it was with deep sarcasm (gasps) that I suggested that some legislative
6: body would want to yearn for the good old days of segregation. (gasps) Deep sarcasm. That's what all Mm -hmm. good old boys say when they're being racist. I was just horsing around. You know horsing the same horse I would tie all your limbs to and fire my gun? That's what we call just pulling your leg, Darkie. Why you got your Tims all in a bunch? See, first and foremost, Lindsey Graham, Uh -uh -uh. no need to clean it up, okay? You let the inner voice of your subconscious come out. That's fine. Okay, I'm glad y'all devils aren't hiding your horns anymore. I want you to speak your truth, okay? Speak truth to power because I damn sure going to speak mine, okay? And as I've been saying, old toxic white male leadership like you, it's a wrap. That's why I'm excited about November 3rd. Okay, yes, the top of the ticket, the president is important, but being from South Carolina born and raised and having to deal with good old boys like Lindsey Graham all my life, he got to go. You can't sit in that Senate seat no more. You need to be working in a bait and tackle shop somewhere, okay? A person who thinks segregation was the good old days and who thinks blacks and immigrants can go anywhere in South Carolina just so long as they're conservative is not fit to lead. Okay, and we talk about cancel culture. We really have the opportunity to cancel Lindsey Graham by voting for Jamie Harrison on November 3rd. Now, Jamie was on CNN yesterday and he responded to Lindsey Graham's good old boy comments. Let's listen.
1: Yeah, maybe Lindsey was being sarcastic. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but it shows just how out of touch this guy really is. Because, you know, you take these comments with the comments that he just said a few days ago. These things just don't make any sense. This is also the same guy who said that he would go and campaign, and he actually did, with a woman who said that, jokingly, that she wanted to be on the front row of a lynching. You represent a state of 30% of the state are African Americans. Uh, 40% of black folks in this country came through the Port of Charleston because of slavery. You would think you would have a sensitivity to the type of language that you're going to use. But it just shows that Lindsey Graham represents what I call the Old South. We're talking about building
6: a new South. I don't even know why Jamie is giving him the benefit of what doubt, okay? Don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Don't give him no bail. He knows who and what he is, okay? And, and you know, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., a great Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., he once said darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. But you know what else can drive out darkness and hate, especially in regard to politics? Your vote. Okay, we have to put our energy towards the real enemy, all right? And the real enemy is not the ice cubes of the world. That's how they keep us distracted, by having us fighting amongst each other instead of focusing on the real problems. And good old boys like Lindsey Graham are a real problem, okay? And he's got to go. Please let Kathy Griffin give uh, Lindsey Ladybug Graham the biggest hee-haw.
0: Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw.
6: All right.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, yes, ask ye 800 585 1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey,
3: what, 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 what what, you want, know? baby
1: mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for ask ye 800 585 1051. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? need personal advice just need real advice call up now for ask ye morning everybody it's dj
4: NV, angela ye Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club it's time
2: for ask ye hello who's this uh hi this is
4: angel <laughs> hey mama what's your question okay. for you
2: Um, So my question for you is, um, my husband and I, we have been married for a year, and I actually just found out he's messing around with prostitutes, and he's been doing it since 2020 has started. Wow, during coronavirus and all that. (laughs) Yes, and I just need to know what I need to do, because I tried to talk to him, and he makes it seem like it's my fault that he does not what and yeah and he's a really bad alcoholic and he only wants to talk about like the serious stuff when he's drunk so i don't know what to do it's it's very stressful
7: asia what was it like y'all ain't been married for a year so before you guys got married has he like changed since you got married well
2: before we got married he was very flirtatious with other women but it did stop and then like like i said i was literally it, it has gotten worse since we got married like mm-hmm. the fact that he's spending our money and going to do this it, it just doesn't make sense like we're literally sleeping out in the car so i'm like we really need to save what money we have so i i don't know Asia, this is
7: ridiculous. So let me get this right. So he's cheating on you with prostitutes. He's financially abusive because he's taking your money as well to spend it to pay for these prostitutes. He's an alcoholic, and he gets very...
2: uh, Is he aggressive when he's drunk with you? Sometimes. And it's only when, like, when I talk back, like when I say, when I give him feedback on what he says, Like, he'll start to yell. Like, he doesn't know how to have a normal conversation like how me and you are. But when he's sober, he doesn't want to talk about this stuff. But when he's drunk, he has everything
7: to say. Listen, I'm all for trying to make a marriage work, but it sounds like you need to get far, far, far away from this man. (laughs) What is it that's keeping you with him?
2: Well, this is my very first marriage. Like, we have a 12-year 12 year age gap I'm 27 and he's 39 so like he really taught me how to fall in love like he really showed me that love still existed and then after we've been together for so long it's just like it's, it's an ego thing with him
7: Asia, I want to say this. It's great that you learned something and he taught you something, but you know how they say reason, season, lifetime. It sounds like he had a reason to be here. His season is over. Now you need to go have your lifetime somewhere else because anything could happen to you. This sounds like A, he's endangering your health and well-being because he's having sex with prostitutes. B, you guys are literally, you said, living in your car, and he's spending money on that. So it sounds like he has some real issues. C, he's an alcoholic. He's not getting help. And D, you just told me that he gets very aggressive. I'm going to assume that when you even speak back or express yourself. So this sounds like an an abusive relationship to me in many different ways. Do you have any support anywhere else?
2: Um, I I
7: have family. So I'm... I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Have you spoken to your family about it? Yes. My
2: family, they don't like him at all. Like, he's like they like him when he's sober, but when he's
7: drunk, they don't like him at all. Like, even his own Asia, family doesn't want to deal with it. I don't like him either. <laughs> I don't even know him. <laughs> Please, do me a favor. Get your stuff. Go stay with a family member and you know, just get some space from this man so you can figure out what it is that you need to do. But it really sounds like you need to start talking to a lawyer now and figuring out how you can, I'm going to use this word again, disentangle yourself from this Mm -hmm. person because he's really holding you back. And I need you to, you sound like an amazing person, I can tell just by speaking to you over the phone. And I think you need to tap into that for yourself and do better for you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. All right, Asia, we love you. (laughs)
4: It <laughs> and you deserve okay. it. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice. Any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: Here's <laughs> some what's real you advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee.
4: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Lucy. Hey, Ruthie. What's your question for Yee? Well, no, my friend having, like,
6: erection problems, mm-hmm. and, um... Jump in, Envy. This is when you say me too.
7: <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> it happened to me too.
0: Your, crazy, blood
4: crazy, blood blood Your phone, phone sounds a little crazy, mama. Your phone
0: sounds
4: a little crazy. Is that
0: better?
7: Yes. And it he says it's because of his blood pressure pill, and, mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> That's true, though. High blood pressure yeah, you, does... You know, it does cause you to have <laughs> issues with erections because that affects your blood vessels. That affects the flow of blood that gets to your penis for you to be able to have an erection. So go ahead. Okay, and um, so I—I I like, uh,
0: like, well, can't about understand
7: it. what you're saying right now. Is well, it on a hard, or
4: something? Kind of hard to hear you. Her you know? boyfriend is not getting erect, wreck, and I think Charlemagne is best suited for this This answer. yeah. You want to tell him what you do, Charlemagne? No, go ahead. I, well, I'm sorry. Continue, thing, please. This is the thing. I asked him if he wanted, you know, let's go to the doctor, and, mm-hmm.
0: and he, he doesn't want to take any anything like that. So he just said he was going to cut his pills in half. Okay, uh-huh. so my cousin, my cousin, her father passed, and when we, we I was helping her clean out his house, and they had he had some pills. Mm-hmm. So I told him about the pills that I had him. He still didn't want to take any, so I kind of like crushed one up and gave it to him. He didn't he wasn't aware,
7: mm-hmm. and
0: you know uh, it you slipped him a Your pill without him
7: knowing. Come on now. I mean,
0: it's they were prescribed by a doctor, so it wasn't like something off.
7: You know? But still, you can't get somebody a pill and not tell them. But go ahead. What he happened? He's walking
4: around with a boner all day. Don't know why. Because <laughs> you I got a boner, I, I, got, know, got a boner, got a boner. I did it at dinner. I did it at dinner. And mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. So he noticed what was going on. So, you know,
0: we had a, we had a good night.
6: Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I, I'll wait. And I did it again the following week. Are we oh, oh, oh. oh, you horny. So, You're going to kill that man. He's going to have a heart attack.
0: and keep getting him all in sex. I'm, a, I'm, I'm out of pills now. And we oh. got to the same problem. So how do I tell him
7: that's why you were doing that? I mean, you're thinking that you were well, doing that. Well, but- okay. I do think you need to let him know that you did that. He's going to be angry because you can't just give somebody pills without their knowledge. And that, you know, just to acknowledge that was not, I would never promote anybody doing that. Because what if he would have had an adverse reaction to it? That's something if a doctor has to prescribe it well, to you I, and I he can't go to... Him and- and I made sure I
4: checked his
0: blood pressure and everything. He could have had a heart attack.
6: First of all, you know what's so stupid blood about pressure. this? What if he What if he already knows he has a problem, so what if he's already taking pills? And then you doubling up on the dosage. You could literally kill this he, man. He he, he he He's not
0: because he refused to take them. He won't even go to That's the That's what he
4: tells for. you. He probably got to put his meat all day long because he been been hard all day long messing so around So you. With cr-
7: so you crushed up the pills and put it in his food? I did a half of one, yeah. I (laughs)
0: I know this is so fast. I only had three pills. I only did it six times because I cut the pills in half.
7: All right, so A, you need to let him know Because that's dishonest And you guys are supposed to have open communication Hopefully, he might be mad at first And maybe he will come around But I think that's, that was definitely not the cool thing to do uh, He needs to go to his doctor To see how this might work with his medication Because they can prescribe something for him And now maybe this will encourage him to do that But I don't know, how, how would y'all feel If somebody put some medication Without telling you in your food?
6: I'd be pissed the hell off I mean you said somebody though. I mean that's the like Yeah, it his, his, yeah this it is worked. his wife and his wife. I get
7: is- that it I get that it worked but you still can't do that. You know that's really disrupting the trust and I'm you know but I think now is the time for y'all to have this conversation for real. He is going to have to go to his doctor. You know he's already on medication so he needs to make sure he's taking the right thing and you got to do that but um and maybe they need to adjust his medication. Well, they did. as they well, but it did
0: to happen but it wasn't working.
7: Right. And okay. Is he overweight? Does he get enough exercise? Does he smoke? Does he have other stresses? Um, he, he's in good, he's in good shape. He he, he does smoke. Mm-hmm.
6: Did he put, Yeah, because sometimes it on those things, things can contribute. Oh, you, does he put it on you when he does get hard? Why you want to know?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah! That's why I wanted him to
6: take it. I like the right. fact that she's not about cheating. Though I do respect that.
7: <laughs> anyway, oh, I like that have Latin that conversation with him. <laughs> What'd you say,
6: Charlamagne? You thinking about cheating? 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 No. Okay. Good. No.
7: No. Have the, now you got now y'all got to be honest with each other and have a real conversation. Okay, that's all you can do now. All right. And it feels like, look, all is not lost. He's experimenting with different things. He cut his medication in half. You said he's a smoker. I know that sometimes can affect things. You know, sometimes if somebody's diabetic, there's all kinds of reasons why somebody could have erectile dysfunction. You need to figure out what the root of the problem is, if he's stressed, whatever. And I know you've been trying and you've been trying to work with him. And this medication has worked. Sometimes people don't want to take medication if, you know, it's not something that's necessary for them to live. But this is a real conversation y'all need to have now since he's been okay. taking it without knowing. But be honest. Okay. All right. Okay. Sheesh. Damn, if that would have went left, boy, who
4: knows what could
7: have happened.
4: All right. Ask ye 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way?
7: Yes. Let's talk about Willow and Jaden Smith. They said that they were shunned by the black community. We'll tell you the reasons why.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's ah! Get to the rumors, let's talk, Kanye.
5: It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report, rumor report.
1: This is the rumor report. Talk, talk. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
7: Man, Kanye put out music and everything yesterday because he thought he was second in the polls in Kentucky. <laughs> Turns out that it was just a test that they were doing, and he had posted, the whole team is so energized that I had to release theme music. He said, people tried to talk me out of running for president. Never let weak controlling people kill your spirit. You know, he is on the ballot in 11 states. Now, here is the na-na-na song that he put out.
4: Next time you text, can it wait? You were talking to a presidential candidate. I know you think I'll be one getting tired now. Don't jump and and I got the high ground? the high ground. I'm gonna hit the moon like I seen Tito. Man, it sounds like president Gavito. got Vito. Got the sun up for the Vito eight. I don't need to sign a release, some of freedom, man. I thought yeah. this I
6: thought he's only doing gospel music. I thought so, too. But that, that's how you know you got a bunch of D-riders and yes-men around you because they won't even tell Kanye the poll numbers are wrong. They're going to let you go do a whole song knowing that that information isn't accurate? Like, hey, come on, man.
7: They let you know right away the results were not valid. It was simply part of a test, and they did apologize for any confusion, but he was so
6: And and, and nobody <laughs> in his team wants to tell him the truth say, hey, yeah, uh, those numbers aren't accurate. This was wrong. So they just all go in the studio and D-ride him while he puts out That subpar goddamn music. Just last week, he said he was only doing gospel music. I'm confused. He still produces great music. He just don't rap great anymore. Like, his flow is off. His flow sucks. I... All
7: right, now let's talk about Barack Obama. He was on a a podcast with two of his former aides and he was reflecting on his own presidency. He was talking about Joe Biden's candidacy. He was giving some advice to progressives in his his own party. And the podcast is called Pod Save America. It's 45 minutes. And this is what he had to say about basic competence.
9: One thing we know is that just basic competence can end up saving lives. One thing I would say to anybody who's skeptical about what government can do generally is to just take the example of when we were in office. You might not have been happy with everything I did, all my policy choices, but when we had a pandemic or the threat of pandemic, we had competent people in place who would deal with it.
7: Right, basic competence can save some lives. Mm-hmm. Now, he also said that government isn't going to fix everything right away. Listen to this.
9: On every issue that young people in particular care about, yeah, the government's not going to solve every problem overnight. But you know what? It can make it better. And better means lives saved. You know, Better means that maybe some people don't get charged for crimes that they shouldn't be charged for, and some people don't get shot. Uh, and that's worth fighting for. And and the idea that you'd give away your power because you're not getting 100% when you could get 30%, 40%, 50% better, that doesn't make any sense.
6: Well, I mean, some people would say that they don't feel like they're getting any percent, though. Mm. That's what they would say, regardless of who's in office.
10: All right.
7: And he also said that uh, the spread of misinformation has been a huge issue. I don't know if that ever won't be an issue.
9: That is a problem that is going to outlast Trump. Trump is a symptom of it and an accelerant to it, but he did not create it. And and I think one of the biggest challenges all of us have is how do we reestablish some baselines of truth that at least the vast majority of people can agree to.
6: Yeah, I mean, that's a fact, but uh, nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. Like, it's never going to change as long as social media is creating the narratives. Mm-hmm. That's, just the, that's just the truth to the matter. Nobody's going to do research. Nobody's going to fact check. They're going to run whatever the narrative is on social media. And once again, nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And goddamn, it's some real good entertaining lies out there. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see All right, to well, you can listen Donald to the Trump, full 45
7: minute pod save america out right now yes and tonight we'll be watching joe biden and then donald trump is also booked his own town hall that's going to be competing against that
6: all right Mm. eight o'clock i'm wondering about obama's uh uh, comments about competence though because when 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 swine flu happened didn't like twelve thousand people die and 60 million people get infected Something to that effect. Yeah, I I, I, wonder, mm. I, wonder, I, would, I don't know. I, I, I like, think
7: we need to research that.
6: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the number. All right, well, but I would like. I would like to delve deeper into that conversation. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Shout to Revolt. We'll
4: see you guys tomorrow. The People's Choice Mix is up next, and shout to the homie Genuine. Today is Genuine's birthday. He turns fifty today. So shout to Genuine, one of the leaders of Light Skin, and we gonna get some Genuine on in the mix. The right? Leaders
6: of Light Skin. Light Skin people have leaders.
4: Yes. Had no idea. I'll be sure. Christopher Williams, genuine. Who? go ahead, Uncle
6: Envy. Me. I don't yeah. know about you now. <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't know. I don't know if you're a leader. Goodness Definitely a gracious. follower. Oh, goodness gracious. Absolutely right. a swallower. Oh. Oh, salute to Nyla. Nyla's you in there too. Far. Let me tell you how funny Nyla is. Oh, Nyla came in here and Nyla said that people think that me and Envy are really gay. And Nala, where you was at, Nala? A funeral. Nala was at a funeral. <laughs> you know, do you know how gay we must be for people to be to stop a funeral? To ask somebody? If we well, I don't gay? think they
4: stopped the funeral. I don't <laughs> think they was in the middle of the funeral. like, hold on. What Nala, you, you, you here, let me ask
6: you. A good. I don't think it was like you that. You busy grieving, but you worried about whether we are gay? Wow. I'm going to stop playing now. All uh, right. I don't
1: want to play no more. <laughs> good. It's the People's <laughs> Choice Mix. Up next is the Breakfast Cloak Awarded. it. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
7: All right, and here is my daily reminder to you to make sure that you vote. You saw Shaq voted for the first time, and he voted already, so some people are voting early. But again, Election Day is November 3rd, and Levi's is teaming up with Rock the Vote to help get as many people as possible registered and ready to vote this fall. Just text LEVI's to 788-683 to get registered to find out your key dates and also get your voting how-tos from Rock the Vote.
4: Everybody is DJ Envy, mm-hmm. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now shout out to Dr. Claude Anderson for joining us this morning.
6: Our elder, you should respect your elders, okay? And listen to Dr. Claude Anderson. That interview is up on YouTube. And salute to uh, young Nyla, my niece Nyla. Put, get on the microphone real quick now, because I want you to explain this story that you said. You said your family thinks me and Envy are gay. <laughs> What's wrong
10: with you, man? So I, I recently went to Florida, where I'm originally from.
6: Shout out to Florida!
10: And you know, in the South, things are a little slower, but they pay attention to the things you guys do, like the dolls, the butts, me? fingers, all the little jokes you guys do. So, long story short, my family saw me and they wanted to know if you were gay
6: at a funeral. Yeah, but how did you answer?
10: It wasn't at the funeral, and I and I just started laughing because it's like, yeah, I can see why you think they're gay.
6: That's crazy.
10: Yeah. And you're like, I don't know.
7: That's what I have to tell myself. <laughs> I'm not sure. i just be like,
6: I'm not sure. Like, you, I think so. I'm not know know sure. You know how gay we must be for them to be thinking about that at a
10: funeral? I, I reassured them that you guys both were married with kids and, and y'all look and That doesn't mean said, anything, by the way. Plenty of gay
6: married, married men out there. <laughs> 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 There's two of them right there. My it wasn't
10: goodness. at the funeral. It was at the reception. The same damn day. <laughs>
6: what Dude. song was playing when they asked you that? Do you remember? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. What was it for dinner?
10: Um, Hot dogs. Who
6: knows? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm just thinking what sparked that conversation. We
10: had fish for sure. I had fish night. Yeah.
6: Okay. Okay. It wouldn't be the fish. It definitely wouldn't be the
4: fish. <laughs> 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 definitely wouldn't be the fish. All right. When we come back, positive note is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. E.J. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. All right. It's time to get up out of here. Yeah.
7: Yes, also, make sure y'all check me out today. I'm moderating a conference for the A3C Festival. Of course, it is something that is virtual. And uh, that is with artists Toby Nawigwe, Linnell Grant, and Jade Lewin. You know him from uh, the song that he did about Breonna Taylor, still trying to get justice for Breonna Taylor. And yeah, so just check it out. It's going to be a really fun and interesting conversation.
6: All right.
4: the Solomon, you got a positive note?
6: I do, man. Uh, the positive notice for everybody out there trying to heal on their journey of healing. Uh, always remember, healing requires us to be honest with ourselves, to see that we are the ones holding on to what is harming us, and it is our choice to let it go and be free.
3: Let it go. Breakfast Club, bitches. y'all finished or y'all done?